Good morning, good day, or good evening. My name is Eli Rowe, and this is the Middle-Aged Witch Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the final episode of 2023. We've made it. I hope everyone had a beautiful holiday, and I hope you got what you wanted, and I hope that you've burned all your wishes and um, that you've got your resolutions in order. And today I thought it might be nice to talk about writing spells. I have done several episodes about creating spells and casting circles and choosing elements to use in our spell work, and I will link all of those episodes um, in the episode description. But today we're going to talk about scripting the actual words that we speak. Now, for all the spellwork episodes that we've done, for the most part, I have never been super specific about what, if anything, a person should say during the spellwork. And that's because our spells are most effective when we speak from our hearts and not so much when other people are putting words in our mouths. But uh, folks have written to me asking for advice about where to begin, and I get that. You know, the words don't always come easily. And it's easy to overthink and kind of freeze up in the moment when we're in the middle of a ritual and, you know, we suddenly can't think of how we want to word our petitions. And in these moments, it really is helpful to have a script ready. Anytime I work a spell that has a lot of steps, I always write everything down before beginning. And there are are a lot of reasons for this. I want to have all of my elements in place before I begin. You know, I don't want to have to leave the circle in the middle of the ritual to go grab the matches or whatever. I want to make sure that I do all the steps in order. You know, I went to the trouble of creating this beautiful spell and I want to make sure that not only do I get everything in the correct order, but also that I don't leave anything out. And I want to make sure that I speak my intention clearly and precisely. I don't want to omit anything. I don't want to misspeak. Writing all of that ahead of time takes so much pressure off. When we are in the midst of working a spell, and which, by the way, requires a great deal of concentration and a great deal of energy, it's a really good idea to make things as easy for ourselves as we can. So we don't necessarily want to just go off the cuff. If it's a simple basic spell, sure. But if this is a larger spell or if the intention is really important to us, it's worth the effort. But okay, so like, what do we say? Well, there's not in my experience, a one-size-fits-all rote script to use. It really depends on the work that I'm doing, you know, whether the work is for myself or for someone else, whether I'm casting a circle or not, whether I'm calling on one or more deities, or whether I'm calling on my spirit guides or any other entity for assistance. All of those things are going to come into play and they're all going to affect what I decide to write. And when I'm working, you know, just any old regular spell, I am simply speaking to the universe, to myself, to all of my ancestors, to all of the infinite 
versions of myself who already have whatever it is that I'm manifesting. And so I tend to speak very plainly in no uncertain terms. You know, I might like create a sigil to help my hair grow. And I might say something really simple, such as, as I burn this sigil, my hair is healthy and thick. Boom, easy peasy. But anything more complicated than that, I'm going to want to put my words into writing. You know, so if I'm casting a circle, um, I'll speak a few words for that as well. Um, You know, let's go ahead and go through that real quick. So I have a fairly simple method that I like to use for casting a circle indoors. And I've got one for outdoors as well that I like. It's basically the same incantation. I didn't create this incantation. I've adapted this from a book called uh, Helping Yourself with White Witchcraft by Al G. Manning. I've mentioned this book before. Uh, This was published in 1972. So, you know, it goes back a little ways, like 51 years or something. And it instructs the reader how to cleanse a space with a simple saltwater invocation. But I find that saltwater doesn't work for me because I don't want to pour salt water on my carpet to create a circle. And I don't want to sprinkle salt water outside either because it'll kill your plants. So I've adapted it so that I can use either salt or water, but never both together. So what I mean by that is if I'm indoors, I will hold a small dish of salt in my left hand. I place my right hand over the dish while speaking the following words. Salt in hand by casting thee, no spell or unknown purpose be, except in true accord with me, and as I will, so mote it be. And then I sprinkle that salt in a clockwise circle. Now, if I'm working outside, I don't want to spread salt on the ground because, again, it'll kill anything that's growing. So I will use water in a small dish instead. And I just replace the word salt with water when I'm consecrating it, use that exact same invocation. Now, in this instance, we are speaking directly to the water or to the salt. We are not invoking a deity. We aren't calling the quarters, although I guess you could since you're casting a circle. We're just keeping it very straightforward and uncomplicated. So although I could write my own invocation to cast a circle, I just like to use this one because it's easy for me to remember. It's direct and to the point, and its purpose is basic. I don't need to be unique and specific for this part of a ritual. We are just establishing a perimeter here. So I'm not going to waste my creative juice coming up with some, you know, new and fresh incantation every time I need to cast a circle. I just use that one. It's in my back pocket. It's in my brain. I've memorized it. Simple. So like beyond that, you know, once the water or the salt has been blessed and cast and the circle has been established, then we proceed with the spell work. So I will either, you know, like anoint and dress my candle, or I will start putting together my spell jar or my mojo bag or my poppet, or I'll start anointing my sigil or whatever the spell itself is. Doesn't matter. At this point, once the spell is ready to proceed and I'm ready to tell the items I'm using in the spell, you know, the elements that I've combined in the work, I'm ready to tell them what their purpose is. This is where we start speaking our invocation. And this is where I will want to use my creative license. And this is where I will typically want to use my own words rather than leaning on someone else's 
pre-written spell. Not that this is a horrible thing. Sometimes you can find an existing spell that happens to be for your exact purpose, written to say exactly what you would like to say. Go ahead and use that. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel if we don't need to. But even a pre-written general use spell is going to benefit from our input. If there are aspects of an existing spell that you really like, but you want to rewrite parts of it or leave something out or include something that you feel is missing, you are totally allowed to do that. This is not a term paper. There are no penalties for plagiarism. It doesn't matter. Use it. Make it your own. Beyond that, if you are writing your own spell from scratch, there are plenty of options here too. If you want it to rhyme, there's totally a precedent for that in witchcraft. And it can serve to make it a little easier to memorize in the event that you don't want to be leaning over your notebook the entire time. Um, and also, there's just, it creates a cadence and a musicality to the ritual. It can make it even more beautiful. Now, with that said, I don't personally use rhyme in my spell writing because it's just not a skill that I personally have. I am not a poet. I don't have that gift. Um, but I do appreciate it, and I, I respect folks that can do that and who do. And, you know, I honestly don't know where the idea of using rhyming schemes in spell work comes from. That would be interesting. I should research that. I wonder if it's like from Macbeth, you know, the three witches, the wayward sisters. You know, Shakespeare was a big fan of rhyming couplets. Maybe it was his idea. Doesn't matter. Poetry works. Um, but we don't have to do it that way. The whole point is just that words have power. So while we can definitely cast nonverbal spells, and we do every time we make, you know, a wish on our birthday candles, but the fact is that spoken word carries impact. We can build someone up with our words. We can destroy someone with our words. We can build something new in our lives with words in our spell work. We can tear something down that we no longer want with our words in our spell work. Words are so powerful. Powerful speeches can inspire people for good or for bad, and we can harness the capacity for change, for action, for creation with our words by putting it out into the universe, speaking it into existence. Words make us laugh. They make us cry. They break our hearts. They bring us immeasurable joy. Words can make us fall in love, they can incite violence, and we can and should use this power to bring our intentions to life. So, like, no pressure, but it's just good to keep this in mind when we're creating spells and deciding on the words that we want to use to call in our intentions. I'm going to quote Sarah Esme Wolf here. The act of writing your own spell makes your intention stronger. It gives you more time to focus on how each item you incorporate helps you reach your desired outcome. 
One major perk to writing your own spell is that you can tailor it to your own unique situation. No need to be vague when you are creating a spell that only you will use. Make your desired outcome specific enough to work the way you want it to, but not too specific that it can't come to you another way. You may have one way in mind that the spell comes through, but the universe may have another better idea. Once you decide on your intention according to what your desired outcome is, you will need to choose a vessel for your spell. This depends on your personal practice, your beliefs. Um, are you a green witch who likes to work with plants? You can create a green witchcraft spell full of herbs and oils. Do you connect strongly with the element of fire? You can try some candle magic. You can even create spells with just your words by using incantations or repeat your incantation while building a jar spell. The possibilities are endless. Your personal beliefs may also play into how you write your spell, which tradition you work with may influence how elaborate your spell might be. Um, invoking the quarters and casting a circle may not be part of your spell, or you may or may not choose to call on a deity or a spirit or work with a pantheon. Perhaps there are folk traditions in your ancestry that you feel connected to. Whatever it is that resonates with you, that is what you should create your spell around. To a witch, everything is magic. This is your spell, and it only has to work for you. So if it feels right, it is. I receive a lot of messages from witches who are perfectly capable and powerful and who can perform really powerful magic for and by themselves, but they are just stumped about how to express themselves. There is a fear, I think, of saying the wrong thing or of not saying the right thing. There may be a fear that, you know, oh, my words aren't right and I need to defer to someone else who knows what they're doing or whatever the hang up is. It could literally be a fear of public speaking, even though usually we're performing our spells in a solitary way. Most of us are solitary practitioners just speaking those words out loud can create a little bit of discomfort, but that just means it's time to practice. And my intention for everyone this year is to get real comfortable writing and speaking unique spells. Y'all don't need me or anyone else to perform work on your behalf. The information is already out there. The words are already inside you. You know your situation better than anyone, and you know what you need. I really want people to feel empowered to perform work for themselves. Spell work is important. Rituals are important. The changes that manifest when we start telling the universe what we want with supreme confidence is going to be on another level. Say it with your chest and watch it come. Have a wonderful new year. Thank you for joining me this year. I can't wait to talk to you again next year. My name is Eli Rowe, and this has been the Middle-Aged Witch Podcast. 
may our troubles be less and our blessings be more and nothing but happiness come through our door. The information presented is the author's opinion and does not constitute any health or medical advice. The content of this podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any condition or disease. Please seek advice from your healthcare provider for your personal health concerns.